0: Gina and I are going to be celebrating our our 10th anniversary coming up soon, right? Congratulations. Thank you. And we're trying to think of places to go. You know, you got your stereotypes of Florida and stuff like that. And I was on Instagram today and I stumbled upon a place called Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is like something that I would like. Like it's like it's a German Steiner beer drinking town, Mm -hmm. which is up my alley. Right. So excited. Um, so I presented it to her, and she's not sold right now, but, you know, hopefully she would be. And we were at the dinner table uh, tonight, and I was talking about it. And then uh, Gina said, the last time you went to Pennsylvania, you didn't have a good time. And I said, well, when I went to Pennsylvania, I was in a low point of my life, sweetie. And Riley goes, low point? You still are, Dad. <laughs> Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys
1: Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbeam.com. This is a steaming pile of dog crap. <laughs> You're going to open <laughs> up like this? You've been doing that a lot, where you, you
0: open up real hot. Right. Yeah, dude. I just, I'm so upset. I'm sorry. I'm very upset. Why? Before you start, we're watching Megan. Yeah. Yeah. What were your expectations
1: going into Megan, which is now streaming on Peacock?
0: Uh, James Wan's attached. Uh, he had a name kind of sorted with horror during the Conjuring series for one movie. I would not associate this
1: uh, completely with the James Wan.
0: Well, hold on. It, is, it is his
1: story, and I guess he, he produced it with um,
0: some other people's, but go ahead. Well, I mean, his his clout's kind of like fading. Like I would say like okay, I would say I was a James Wan fanboy, but then after this movie I started looking back at his work and I'm like, what am I what am I a fanboy of? He made The Conjuring, which we gave a great review and then we reviewed Conjuring 2 and that was terrible. Conjuring 3 we reviewed 2 years ago, Devil made me do it and that was crap. <laughs> right? I mean, like he all and then James Wan was supposed to do Mortal Kombat and all we loved was the beginning fight and he had nothing to do with it besides that. I mean like he's just he's he's becoming that Tarantino part of his career where he's putting his name on everything thinking it's going to sell and it's all crap. Now hold on a sec. I
1: I can understand that completely. I'm not I cannot disagree with you on that. But in the same part you have this horror trend that went the same way as the Scream Queen but with on the other side of the camera. So not even just your James one but even like your eli roth's right even b- before then too uh with like a, like the trauma films that were very uh, uh popular is that what it is trauma films Tra-
0: trauma films andy uh no something kaufman was the guy's name yeah lloyd, lloyd kaufman Right, right. But
1: but uh, this horror trend where they're known for a certain thing, like they are known for their prosthetics, you know, or uh, Eli Roth is known for a lot of his blood and, and kind of the gore that he likes to do. James Wan is one that likes to build the tension. He is one that does the camera. I say this because he is not known for doing good stories. His stories, I would say, rather suck. And that would be shown through all of his sequels, uh, all what 13 saws now that we have and and i don't i don't even know anymore he brought in a style with the camera and his tension building he brings in a lot with the sound i would say almost like he was inspired by a lot of his hitchcock uh films with the sound or his lack of sound uh although he did get a little carried away with it in malignant i don't know what was going on with that um maybe it was aquaman that kind of tainted
0: uh but he did do that, didn't he? We did like *Malignant*.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did like that movie. *Malignant* was just silly, uh, though, and so that was just kind of a. Uh, but he was able to do a lot of camera tricks, which, sure, yeah, uh, as he's known for doing in all of his other movies as, as well, too. Whether it be like *Saw*, *Dead Silence*, or *Insidious*. *Insidious* was a was a big one. Wasn't that the one where? Yeah, in the intro, as the movie was opening, the camera was almost like going through the house, almost like a Tales to the Crypt kind of a feature. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Where he does like these not a, not a long take or like a one take, but it's a steady take, I guess. It's not like the um, that huge long break that you'd see in like 1917 with this huge long continuous shot, but long enough where you would have a good solid maybe two three minute cut where it was just all one take. And that's mm-hmm. all it needs, especially for a horror movie, because your focus is almost everywhere but in the middle of the screen. In a horror movie, right? Sure. You're looking everywhere else. That being says uh that being said, I will repeat also that yeah, his his storytelling is not the best. He's uh not uh he's a better director than he is a writer.
0: Is he a better director? So my question is, are you a part of the Dead Silence fandom that's becoming a cult classic now, a modern day cult classic. People are loving Dead Silence now.
1: Uh, no, but there's this part of horror film
0: where it's the
1: inanimate objects, right? So you have like your zombies, you have like your aliens, and then you have your ghosts, your ghouls, your zombies. Or, or I said that, but this is the the doll, the possessed mm-hmm. doll. So whether it be Dead Silence or Annabelle. Or what was it the boy, uh, or the was that a popular one? Was that what Chucky, yeah, Chucky. Chucky, yeah? So, this uh, talky Tina from like Twilight Zone, it's uh, this idea, of, uh, what's the the Puppet Masters, it's the mm-hmm. idea of the of the the possessed
0: play toy, I guess, that seems mm-hmm. to be very popular. Jeez, puppet was
1: it Puppet Masters?
0: Puppet Master 2, but that was kind of like a not I don't want to say voodoo, but it's like a magic curse. Um, Still killer dolls. Right. Well you know, dude, you you called me out, man. You said that I've been starting these episodes lately hot. It's because it's my genuine reaction. Like I was all about it. Yeah, a little behind the scenes here. I love to do that sometimes for our fans. This thing has been on the schedule since its release in January. This thing kept on getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I mean, there was so many other things for us to review. And I was champion for this one. That's why I put it on the schedule. It looked different. It looked new. Oh, been there, done that doll movie, right? We've seen the killer doll movie. The trailers didn't hide that it was a killer doll movie. But where are they going to go with it, right? Oh, it's a James Wan movie. They actually have an actress playing the doll, Okay, this could be interesting. It could go places. Oh, you mean it's the uh, the main chick in this movie is the psycho chick from Get Out? Okay, there has something to this. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so it has some things that get me interested. But throughout you know the past five months here, the movie kept on getting pushed back, pushed back, and now it's on Peacock. We were able to watch it for this review. Um, I'm not going to jump ahead to spoil, but I will tell you that the moment where I turned. And folded my arms the rest of the time was when the the dog attacked the girl and the the doll. When the dog attacked them, I knew what was going to happen, and my arms were folded. Uh, Up until that point, I was engaged. I thought it was interesting. But I thought it was an interesting take. Like, I like the idea of getting it from a point of view of not a kid's point of view or from a parent's point of view. It's a point of view of a sister that doesn't want kids. And we get to see her um struggles with becoming a parent because of the death of, of her sister. I think that's a good idea.
1: Sure. This there's not a whole lot to explain or talk about story wise in this movie. It, it it is very simple and it does seem like we have a lot more movies lately that it's just like the story can be told in I don't know, around the campfire in like five minutes you know it, but uh the rest of the movie is just kind of like the visuals this this movie played like a black mirror episode on netflix
0: nice well no here's the thing though. I'm going to disagree with you Eric I think up to the dog attack this movie had an interesting story
1: it's actually fe- I mean it feels like the like what was the the Miley Cyrus one yeah okay go ahead are you talking
0: about LOL?
1: talking about, yeah, is that the Black Mirror one? I think so. Where she, uh, where it's all AI? Maybe I'm just confusing because it it's AI as well, yeah. too.
0: Well, I mean, like, the reason why I think it's an interesting story is that it's because, we, okay, we never get this in killer doll movies, right? We never get, okay, the mom and dad died in a car accident, the little girl survived, and now she has to go to her next of kin, which is the sister, who is a toy maker who wants nothing to do with kids. Okay, that's an interesting concept. They have not done that before in modern doll killer movies. Sure. So, okay, that's something new. Uh, They create this doll that doesn't work, that has artificial doves. Okay, been there, done that, the Chucky remake, right? I get that. All right. But the difference between this and the Chucky remake was I was interested in how is the doll going to turn? Is it going to turn because a guy gets fired and he's going to put a bad program chip in it like they did with Chucky? How is it going to turn? So I was interested in that aspect of the story. And also the story, the fact that the little girl, the 10-year-old girl or whatever, is dealing with the trauma that her parents died in in a car accident that she was involved in too. Yeah. So, okay, those are interesting elements. Okay, those are interesting. No siblings, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden uh, the sister has to take care of the kid, but then the sister uh, has to – I mean, ultimately, I just like that idea and the story arc after that. And, again, where my arms folded was the, was the dog attack. And I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen. And also, dude, like, the, like some of the scenes were theft from Chucky movies. That's what made me mad. Or sure. theft. Yeah. This was – some of these scenes were more theft than the plot line of Fast and Furious 1 <laughs> stealing from Point Break.
1: Yeah. It, this was it, it, it kind of fell the movie that is the story uh, fell victim to being rushed where they needed to kind of hurry to some parts. And by that, I mean, when our main character uh, develops the toy mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's like, oh, it works just fine. And the the toy production company is just like, all right. Yeah, perfect. Let's go. I'm going to book everything. It's just like, well, you mentioned just an AI robot, don't you think you should be doing a lot of development and test? But you use the excuse that oh, the competitors are going to be doing the same thing, so we got to ignore everything else, standards and protocols, and we just got to display it and launch this for everything to everybody. It's like a classic thing in all these movies, a lot of movies where it's just like, oh, there's no time to see what it does or research anything about it. Let's just Uh, put a price tag on it, and make it available for everyone. Uh, We're going to call it Jurassic Park, and the dinosaurs are real this time, and nothing could go wrong. I spared no expense.
0: Do you know, side note, that I have a next-door neighbor um, who we call Hammond in the neighborhood. I'm not even joking because of that. He says that. He doesn't realize what he's saying. Just oh. so you know, segue. No, the, I'm just serious. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah but Some of the younger families around the neighborhood, we drink beer with this older guy, and like he just he has a brand new Corvette. He has arcade games. He's by himself, single. He has all these toys for no reason, and we always say, "Why'd you buy a buck hunt game?" And he'd be like, well, "Spare no expense, bud. Got to, you know, just buy it."
1: Spared no expense, man. Right. Um, this is not like Mister Dinks from Doug, <laughs> right?
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Kind of wish. Or Mr. Big Head from Rocky. Hey, Rocco, 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 um, Rocco. No. So like, okay. So yes, you're right. I'm going back. I did start this episode hot, Eric, but I want the audience to understand that I, I again, I've been really dogging on movies hard for 2024 because right now it's either smalls or no bags because you're not doing anything new. You're not doing anything new to any of these movies. Renfield did nothing new. We reviewed Violent Night at the beginning of our season in December. That did nothing new. I mean, everything is just a constant regurgitation. So, like this movie is just regurgitating all those big scenes from those from those big killer dog movies. And you had me. You had me at all the way to the dog attack. And then we keep on. And the reason I keep on bringing that up is because who didn't see that coming, Eric? We get this. Okay, so the main character. Uh, the sister gets a little girl. She has to take her. They're Gemma offered. Gemma and Katie. Sure. Gemma and Katie. Which one's Katie? The older one or the, the little girl? Katie is the little girl. Okay. So Jenna uh, gets her. Violet
1: McGraw. We've seen her in a few other things. The little girl? Yeah. Or... She was in ha- Haunting of Hill House. She played Young Nell, the, the girl who broke her neck. The kid version.
0: Oh, oh my
1: to of Hill House, the number one downloaded show for Movie Guys podcast, 15 St- years and running.
0: <laughs> Everybody loves it. Um, but no, it's just... I what, I. what I hated about this movie was the tropes. You start out by giving me something new, and then you don't pay it off. Like um, the neighbor, right? The annoying neighbor that nobody likes, who has a dog. You gotta fix that hole in the fence. They keep on bringing it up, right? Holy and then cow, also, yeah. And then also, too they 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 constantly bring up how they're going to kill people right about hey fix the hole in the fence dog comes through the hole attack 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 hey stop spraying your chemicals on your plants on my side of the fence how does she die chemicals in the face mm-hmm. i mean like i'm like oh my god like so here's my issue eric is is this movie who was not directed by james wan but did this movie need a direction by james wan because could this have been malignant? Because malignant was so ridiculous, it was funny, and it was good funny. Could this movie have been that? Because the movie was playing the straight, and this movie should not have been played straight.
1: I know, but this is—did this come out of like Blumhouse or something? Does this come out of his studio? So no idea. You know, you, you throw names on there to to get people in, uh, in the interest. Remember when? Jet Lee made that movie Hero. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was brought over by what? Quentin Tarantino? Quentin yeah. Oh, Tarantino yeah. presents or, you know, whatever, a hero. Hero. From, yeah, exactly. So he didn't have anything to do with this movie. He, he, but you he put a name on it to to get the buzz. That's uh, what's happening. People going, yeah, absolutely. This is a Blumhouse film. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, this is Blumhouse. So, um,
1: you, you know, it's going to. Kind of come out of that studio. I think he had some of the same players that are in there as well too. Uh, I think Ronnie Cheng. Does he play on a a few of these recurring roles? Anyway, uh, but the the whole part of it, um, I I got like the Good Son vibes out of it. Oh, oh, that's a classic,
0: bud. All right.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. Good one. Elijah Wood. Yeah. And, And maybe it was the forest. Uh, scene where I I don't know where it's just it, like a kids. It's like Santa a, Santa it, I don't know, kid killer kids. Uh-huh. You know, and you just kind of yeah, know it's, it's going to be, or or maybe because in in that movie, the good son, it was more that like that kid wasn't directly killing people. He was through his actions killing. Things you know, but it was like a so like in Megan here in the in the forest scene, she pulls off the kids the, the bully's ear. And which was cool. Yeah, which was it's cool. Probably the only mm-hmm. press of blood we're gonna get
0: uh, early in the movie. But
1: you know this bully, they're at like some sort of what a, a
0: getaway an outside school. No, an outside school. It's oh, an it's outside learned.
1: school. Outside school. That's what it is. Very and, very progressive. Yeah, very very progressive. It was New York, Seattle. In the Pacific Northwest, yeah. So that that makes sense, you know. But either way, uh, yeah. And you get some dickhead kid there who's, you know, whatever. Dad wasn't there, and uh, just a just a sour kid for no reason. You know, everyone's just being like, "Oh, you know, you're being so. Don't be that way." What? No, I hate you. Runs away starts you know pushing stuff and then what they they leave everything like on a table all the the dolls and uh stuffed animals and stuff on a table so megan was put on a table um she gets up and walks away i guess uh, nobody notices that no problem or what oh she got picked up or something or maybe the bully oh that's what it was the bully wanted to play
0: right he wanted to play yeah yeah, so it's been a while since I've seen the movie. here. <laughs> I, I, I just saw it on Saturday. Um, So, okay, so we've been dogging this, but I will say one thing that I do appreciate uh, is the makeup on this, actually. I, I don't know what part was, was animatronic and what part was little girl. It was, I guess they had a little girl actress doing this. So. They had, two. Oh,
1: But no, I want to say that part, when she was chasing him and he tripped and fell over and mm-hmm. got hit by the... Like, she didn't push him in front of, of the car. Right. But right. she most certainly Megan that it was, is responsible. Right. Or for that death. Like,
0: why is it that every time in movies and horror movies, when a little kid gets ran over by a car, they always have to have, a, uh, an image of the shoe. I mean, you can't show the body. <laughs> they did that in pet cemetery. <laughs> the original and the remake, they do it here. They've done it in a Chucky movie. So it's just, it's kind of interesting. Um, E- it's just easier
1: to... To, to get the message, I think, right?
0: Right. But we saw the kid get hit.
1: It is a rule of the internet uh, that if you see a video of somebody getting hit and you're like, is that person dead? If their shoes stay on, then they probably are alive. But if their shoes fall off, they're probably dead. So,
0: so then is this a new movie guy rule? Rule number one for movie guys, if you don't know, no body, no death. Hence, <laughs> Senator Poppatine. Uh, which is the theory has proven true every time. Uh, is this is this rule number two? Uh, if the shoe stays on, you're alive? <laughs> that's a rule of the internet.
1: That, I'm not going to claim that's a movie. Not gonna, we're not going to claim that. We're not claim no, that you can one. go ahead and look up the rules of the internet.com and go ahead and waste a weekend that way.
0: Right. So I don't understand a few things about this kill. Um, I don't understand why Megan decides to run after the bully a la leopard like on all fours like a monkey maybe like i don't understand that whole get up to make it look scary i guess i don't get why she pulled his ears his his earlobes off i don't get that either uh just because i, I guess um the, the one thing that i will say that does hit home to me uh as a parent to a little girl is um before my wife gave uh, birth when she was pregnant Um, I found this little stuffed bunny, just a white bunny. And I just named him hoppers. And ever since Riley's, you know, been born and now she always has to have hoppers in bed with her, right? She loves hoppers and like, she cannot sleep without him, Mm -hmm. right? That's like her, like her blankie, if you will. Um, so I get the attachment, right? So my question is Riley loves her stuffed bunny hoppers. But she doesn't think about him all day. She just take hoppers with her everywhere. She he just has to be in bed with her. Is this little girl going ridiculous about the love affair that she has with Megan? Non-romantically love affair. You know what I mean? Like, is this like? I am not going to go to this outside progressive coffee school unless Megan goes with me. It's not happening. I'm going to kick the seat and kick you while we're driving. Terrible child. Like, dude, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, is that is. Is that interesting though? I mean it kind of is, right? Cuz that's
1: you know, I think there was more there that they could have explored, but they went i traditional is that the word for it? Sure when they were talking about, and this is the Alison Williams character, Gemma, her mistake, her where she realizes, like, we went too quick with this. Or mm-hmm. she's realizing that this child, who she's supposed to be the guardian of, is now getting everything from a robot that she created. Getting all of her, right, her, her lessons, all of her knowledge, everything um, that she should be getting her love and and, and guidance from a parent is now getting from this this other thing and it's becoming an issue it's seeing a little glimpses there and I thought it would have been a unique idea to not necessarily have Megan be this protector and threat but to ultimately I don't want to say recruit Katie but to have Katie be just as protective to Megan as Megan is to her
0: Mm-hmm yeah, that would have been a better twist to a movie that was not produced by James Wan. I would agree. Yeah,
1: So having that, it would have made both a, a threat, or maybe it would have had Katie do some damage mm-hmm. against uh, that kid, is his name Cole, I think, uh, who was threatening Megan to do stuff, and now you have Katie doing something to, to come in. But you have this part where... Katie is scared, you know, and she realizes that. Oh wait, this is actually kind of scary. Uh, I don't want my, you know, I'm sorry, Gemma. I want to come back to you because Megan's scary now. Right. I, I mean,
0: I mean, Eric, like I said, I checked out with the dog scene. So, like this whole bully scene. Was this bully scene after the bully scene was after, right? Yeah, because she snapped, right? Because that's what happened, right? Megan was fine. She was creepy because she was learning everything, but she was fine until the dog, because the camera made it very clear that the dog pulled her head kind of apart, and there was like electric shock stuff coming out. I'm like, oh, fried her CPU or something that they're going to find, right? Um, I was missing oh, her goes, part.
1: I'm sorry to cut you up there. It goes uh, dog, kid, then neighbor. So it, it kind of like uh, goes
0: up, you know? Right goes up and no kills after that.
1: Correct. Not from Megan, right? That's Or did she kill the main guy, the or the, the CEO? It Here is? it is on Monday and I watched it on a
0: Saturday.
1: That's that okay. So that's the other thing about this movie is that I'm not even kidding you, maybe like a couple hours after I really started to forget a lot of details of this movie. I got I think yeah, the memorable too. scenes of, of the the live action actress with the mask on, doing the dance in the hallway, or doing some sequences like that. But for the most part, right? Like, right. This movie was so that's why it's like
0: that's why that's why we're debating right now at this moment in time. I'm glad you said that. If this even deserves a bag of popcorn,
1: free bag because it does not a free thing. bag of popcorn.
0: Free bag. Oh, does this movie deserve a sequel? Because they're getting it.
1: Well the way it ends as well too with not a whole lot of consequence so right like they they stop megan uh Gemma lives katie lives everyone else lives please survive yada yada roll credits i oh and then uh Gemma's home ai device turns on by itself right mm-hmm. the the thing that right. maybe megan had uh passed herself along was- into one of other of Gemma's uh jenna's devices or inventions that she had made with her uh, high advanced idea of putting AI and everything.
0: Oh, ultra. Oh, I'm sorry. Ultra Ultron. Yeah. Ultron. Ultra Ultron. That's exactly who Megan is. She's Ultron. She was designed to be a blanket around earth to protect it from the evil Thanos. Yeah. God, this movie, like I don't want to cut the show off. Right. But like, I, I I want to talk about it, but there's not much to talk about. There we get we get three kills, really. Yeah,
1: Megan kills David and his assistant Kurt in the elevator.
0: In the elevator, which who, who staging who, it as a murder suicide, it. right? Which come on, right? Uh, like nobody.
1: I, I, again, because at the end of the movie, when everything's done, after they they stab Megan in the face, killing her processing unit or whatever her processor. The please come and it's just kind of and then we then we get the you know the question mark ending, but um, I don't know what much more of a sequel there would be. Like in the real world, Gemma would go to prison. She she'd go to jail. She created a weapon. Yeah, most certainly she created a weapon that that killed a bunch of things. Well, her or the company, but the company because they're the one that said let's go. Most certainly she would get sued as well too. That I mean. You created a weapon that, uh, an AI artificial intelligence that endangered uh, child children at a school you gave it to a school, uh, that possibly killed a kid too. That that inspector saw that there was an ear there too. Like, yeah, she would go to jail, she would, she would, there would be some consequence, she would not just get a slap in the west, uh, a slap on the wrist, excuse me, and just say, All right, well, have a good night go home you know try not to do it again sure that's uh it has gotta be some consequence So i don't know what the sequel would be besides
0: we're doing Megan it.
1: trying to protect Katie uh as she's going through foster care because Gemma's <laughs> in, in prison
0: going through foster care I mean, like, I don't know, dude, but they're doing it. Uh, that it's, And I don't know how they are. Evidently, this movie is, is doing good. I mean, I guess people like this movie. Evidently, Gen Z has never heard of Child's Play. Uh, and if they haven't, they need to see it. Um, I guess we could wrap it up,
1: right? I mean, shoot. It's going to be a short I one just... if we do that. But again, there's, there's not much more to this movie. I don't know what else. Because... Ah jeez I' don't know. Yeah. besides that it's just been like a lot of the interaction. It's just like this tense um kind of white room building tension moments right where it's katie in in well, the I... in the experiment the observer uh the observation room of, and then coming in there uh megan coming in and then doing behavior studies,
0: yeah, so like one of the things that that actually really annoyed me was was Jenna not pulling the plug when like Megan was clearly like consoling. Uh, Katie about the death of her parents and stuff like that's not protocol right that shouldn't be happening um, I just I don't know like I, I so desperately want a change in the killer doll movie genre but we've never gotten it and this I thought was going to be it and I, I'm waiting for that change this movie halfway had it halfway was there well Terry go more into that what
1: what did you want to see more of and what did you want to see less of
0: i wanted the the psychological aspect of it like that's why i like the beginning of it right because we get we get jenna who doesn't want to be romantically involved as far as we know with anybody to have a child her sister just died and we don't see her give remorse or shed a tear at all so was the relationship strained in a better movie, they would tell us more. Um, this now, hold on you like, You're asking part. for
1: those details. I'm going to cut you off for that shit and then keep going. I'm going to write that down. But they were fighting in the car. The parents were. Weren't they having a big argument at the fighting in the
0: car? There's no proof of that.
1: In the start of the movie.
0: The start of the movie was the little girl in the hospital.
1: The start of the movie was, was little girl in the car. And, her, and then you got in a car accident, and then she goes to the hospital.
0: Peacock screwed up because the opening shot, as soon as I pressed play, was was, was Jenna going to the hospital for the little girl. And Bro. the little girl was had, had a neck brace on and stuff, and then she had to sign papers. Yeah, I, I oh. very much remember seeing a car accident. Oh, I did not see that. I thought it was just talked about. Well, okay, fine, but, I mean, like, even if there was a car accident, the it's, it, it's, it's a little detail
1: that doesn't mean anything. But it, if you want to take it there, we could show that her parents were only yelling at each other. So that must mean the only time that it's been on camera was them angry. So they must have been mean people.
0: Must have been. But then also like, but we don't know about the mother and Jenna's relationship. We Where don't know because was the mother. Exactly. That's all I'm trying to figure out still. Is she laughing? Um, I just, I, I just, I just feel like in a better movie we would have been able to get these answers. You well, know,
1: uh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yes, if it was a better movie, I think we would have gotten a lot of answers. But right, aside from the where was the mother? Uh, if this was
0: directed by Aronofsky, we would have had some something great, right? I mean. Oh yeah, Absolutely. you would.
1: There would have been a family tree somewhere, and you would have gotten their lineage um, nice. back from when they came over on the Mayflower,
0: right? And then eventually, everything would have been great when they stood up and they looked up because they were big. Um, Only then just... would
1: you realize then that is why she created AI? Absolutely. See, pilgrims.
0: Aronofsky, guys does it. But no, I just my my gripe for people who are listening is. If you are going into this movie expecting them to change the genre or do something new with killer dolls, this is not it. And I'm frustrated because I didn't think I would give a crap about killer doll movies because it's a killer doll. Um, I'm a grown up to know that dolls are not alive. However, you're not doing anything new and I just I just, okay, so we get the fact that the sister, it's not romantically involved. The sister doesn't show that she really wants uh, Katie, but she has to, and she's trying, though. I would say that the sister's trying. She's
1: she's, she's, she's not a parent. She's,
0: she's not a parent, but she's trying.
1: She's a workaholic, and she's doing, I guess, what she can, right?
0: Right. Actually, the scene that made me think of you was when the uh, therapist lady came over, and she was like, you don't have any toys? And then Jenna was like, you know well i have this stuff or whatever and she had to open up this collector's edition thing like i could just see you having like some collector's edition thing that you love so much and like your little girl eventually is going to go can i play with that and you're like uh, <sighs> uh, <sighs> yeah, sure. you don't you don't really roll it you don't, you don't <laughs> Yeah you have And the right there goal.
1: is is something that i will just say is also another part the written. If that was a collector's item toy, and like a lot of those uh, things are, then do not have those out in the open like that. Those will depreciate. You get dust on them. You have to clean them. No, they should be in a protected box, especially if they're like one-of-a-kind toys. Uh, Gemini is just a bad person. And that continues to show not only a bad parent. She's a but bad person? Bad, bad toy collector. Yeah. She's a she's a bad parent. She's a bad toy collector. She's a bad in, uh, uh, she's a great inventor, but um, good for you know bad at toys. She's great
0: for murder machines, though. Well, I don't know that one butler dude that she created was kind of cool. Yeah, well, that one butler machine—he didn't do anything crazy. She invented him in college. Well, wait for number two. That's the that's the sequel. Yeah. That, that, that's the sequel. No, I mean, like, there's just scenes like that that made me go, uh, first of all, she's not a bad parent. She didn't want to be a parent. She was not a parent by choice. So you can't blame her for being a bad parent, because she's not a bad parent. Yeah, she, she could have tried but instead she made a robot. Let's see how you do.
1: <laughs> all right, well, I'll tell you right now, if I, if I make a robot, Jordan, that can do as good a job, if not better than me, uh, <laughs> I, I I could tell you I probably would be able to sell my my invention to not a toy store by the way i probably go to Apple or Google or something and be like hey you know check this out instead of going to Mattel and be like guess wh- hey sit down guess what I got for you you're going to flip you know American Girl dolls jobs, well what if they could talk
0: to you okay American Girl America, America, they're not cool anymore LOL is cool now I know I have a six year old
1: or yeah, whatever the the thing is. Imagine They're one called LOLs. Yeah, imagine an LOL yeah. doll with uh, AI.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: AI Ooh. LOL.
0: Speaking of those little kids, letters. you know my daughter. Do- you know my daughter's is into the Descendants. We should review those and stuff, Megan.
1: Is that the Disney? Uh. Yeah. Thing.
0: Just yeah, there's 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 four of them.
1: Well, uh, let's hope that um, Megan's not anywhere near that.
0: No, yeah. I mean, I I don't know how they're going to do Megan 2. Also, this movie, you cannot find it. I was very – this is another thing, too, for you people that are listening, is that if you go to IMDb, if you go to Google, if you type in Megan, you're not going to get it. You have to type M3 and then G-E-N, which is so annoying. And, I I mean, that should be the title of the third movie, right? So it's like – um, I don't know how they're gonna do Megan. Two, it'd be like them making well, you know this movie. Be... Model three,
1: generative Android. Stupid. As an acronym. Okay. So Kinda you like know Judd. how
0: <laughs> you know how I dogged on Songbird like two years ago. Uh, you Remember? do it every
1: day, Jordan. You you
0: call I, me I every do. day
1: to remind me how much Songbird sucked.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Um, but so I hate Songbird. Go back to listen to that review, everybody. But did this movie suck? And to me, there are two movies that we've seen recently that kinda helps my review and why I've been so critical lately this year. And it the two movies that just sucked, right? I mean this this category doesn't mean that it's bad, it doesn't mean that it's terrible, all those negative words. It just did it suck. And Morbius and Halloween Ends is the movies that sucked. <laughs> Are you putting this I in think, with those? That's what I'm trying to figure out with, with this review. Like, like is, is Megan just a movie that sucked? I mean, Morbius is a bag of kernels. Halloween Ends is a bag of kernels. That does this movie suck? Hold
1: on. Let me ask because you, you've dodged around it, I think, and I didn't get a, a good answer from you. But mm. from a doll movie, a, a killer doll movie, is right. there one thing that you – like, what would be something new or – or I don't know, something else that would get you to be more interested
0: in, in this? Is The it, doll yeah, is not yeah. ultimately the killer. Oh. The doll is not the killer.
1: Okay, so – so, like, and, LOL, like Miley Cyrus's thing, but instead of it being with music, it's... I had to rewatch that, I think.
0: I I think we're talking about dude because LOL is like... I think she's like a stripper. It's like her on a phone. I don't know. It's weird. No, like, I mean, but, like... There's a Black
1: Mirror episode with, with Miley Cyrus where, like, there was a musician, and she was paralyzed, and they have something, like, to read the... A. Oh, goodness. I'm going to stop cuz I'm just going to butcher
0: it completely. <laughs> um I don't know the name of the episode uh but
1: oh, it doesn't okay. matter it's about
0: AI uh in, in AI's influence I guess. No, oh, okay. Um I guess I got that wrong with LOL. No, like what I'm saying is that I mean have Megan, right? Because what I would have liked spoiler alert for my movie if I wrote this is have everything play out the way it plays out. But at the end of the movie, Fight Club, that shit, fuck. And th- I mean, I mean, that's my swear for the episode. Like Fight Club, that. Um, uh, was it Insomniac? Like you know, the one with um, John Cusick, right? Like just, like completely, just flip it. Like wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the little girl was the one that was doing all those dances in the hallway, not Megan. Oh, because she's dealing with a serious trauma that she was in a car accident with her parents and watched her parents die. Oh, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what I would want to have seen. Because it's, it, it's not, that doesn't mean that it's a good movie. That doesn't mean that that would make it so cool to make it like a Fight Club thing. But what I mean by Fight Club, by the way, people, is the ending of the twist. Um, it's just, it's, it's something new to the genre. You know what I mean? Like, you would think by now somebody would have came up with that idea. For a for a feature length film, yeah, sure. I guess that's, that's what right. I'm saying.
1: It, it doesn't feel like a feature length film. It, it it definitely does feel like a, a Black Mirror episode. I I understand like you had to have it to be a lot more in, yeah, a lot more detail rather than just being on a surface thing of, you know, short circuits, make it go crazy, you know. Right. Oh no, it got water poured on it. I guess that means it's going to go on a killing rampage now.
0: Right, yeah, don't water, don't don't feed after midnight, so now it's going to go crazy. I, it's just stupid stuff like that, man, that we've seen a thousand times, man. And that's why my arms were folded once, like I've said numerous times, drinking game, once the dog attack happened. Because it's like, I know where this is going now. This movie's not smart, this movie's dumb, and does this movie suck like Morbius and Halloween Ends? Because those two movies just suck. Yeah. You know, so it's like, that's why this review is kind of different than our other reviews. Because it's like, I'm sitting here trying to talk to you about this and wondering, does it suck? I'm so glad I didn't see this in theaters. What this movie deserves what? on Peacock.
1: Yeah. You know what? As I'm reading, and I, I looked up the Black Mirror episode, this thing actually is, is better than the movie.
0: <laughs> the Black Mirror episode?
1: Well, yeah, it's a lot more in, in depth. But yeah, it is about a young girl who befriends a uh AI robotic doll named Ashley O, played by Molly Cyrus. Um and there's yeah. There's a whole lot that goes in between there, but uh yeah. The the doll Ashley O is not a killer. Instead, though, the I think the manufacturers are a, the ones who are exploiting the pop star who's like kind of has their uh, you know, brand of this, you know, uh, these dolls and all this, uh, you know, that the little girl idolizes. So that's the real enemy. It's not the doll, it's the Commerce. corporate overlords. So in for it to be Megan, to have the guy David, um, you know, Gemma's boss, to, to have him be a villain in this would have been refreshing. Um, or have him, like, see what Gemma did and then have him try to take mm-hmm. that technology and maybe sell it somewhere else, maybe try to make that into the weapon, or maybe he sees Megan and tries to, you know, infiltrate or try to do his own thing with her, and then she becomes violent, and you know, maybe something in that part, I guess, rather than it just being this, uh, this doll who's just the protector.
0: I've seen this actor before who plays, like, her boss guy, yes. and... If this is that guy, or the studios thought of a portrayal uh, of, of a portrayal of what uh, a boss of a major toy factory company is, then this this is far off. <laughs> this guy plays the same character. I don't know where I've seen him from. <laughs> I know I've seen this guy. I've uh, seen this
1: guy. We have seen him from Godzilla vs Kong.
0: He was terrible, and the movie's terrible.
1: We've seen him in Shang Chi. Uh we've seen him in Crazy Rich Asians. Never seen him. Uh you haven't? I thought it was like your favorite movie.
0: Yeah, you said that last week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well you know, you watch a lot of movies.
0: So do you. That's why we're the Movie Guys Podcast. It- Took you a little bit there.
1: That's why we're yeah. the, the crazy rich Asians.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. This guy, this guy's terrible. This actor who, who plays him, uh, yeah, I, I, I've I seen him in a few movies and he plays the same character. This, like this, like this bro character that, that yeah. should not be any in a room of authority. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. He's one of those characters where they kind of have, um, you know, they, they have two forms, right? They just have like low and then yelling.
0: Right, right.
1: So, yelling.
0: Yeah. so throughout this whole review, I'm trying to think about it. So I want to spell this up before I get my popcorn ready. What I want to spell out is a bag of kernels and a no bag, what it means to me. A bag of kernels is Morbius and Halloween ends. Like it's just there's so much to it that you're excited to see and that you are just completely disappointed. Anything that happened in your life that you're excited for, anything and then the result that you get completely just puts sour taste in your mouth, that's those two movies for me. Songbird's not even a bag of kernels. Songbird was a no-bag. I mean, it is low on the scale for Jordan like to be bag of kernels. Just kind of give everybody my scale. But, but, so, but no-bag is, is the bottom. No-bag's the bottom. Bag of kernels is, is below the bottom. Does this movie deserve a bag of kernels? No, I guess this movie's a no-bag. Um, this is not going to... Halloween Ends d- just destroyed me. Um, I mean, physically destroyed me. I was so upset that day. Uh, go back and listen to that episode, everybody. Um, it's like this season movie
1: Game of Thrones right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Halloween Ends destroyed me. Morbius didn't destroy me. It just pissed me off. This movie didn't destroy me. This movie didn't piss me off. This movie just sucked. Like, there's just nothing to it. Like, if you've seen a killer doll movie, you've seen this movie. It had something good going for the first 30, 40 minutes, and then the dog attack happens. I know I'm repeating it myself, and it just, it, just, it just falls off there. Uh, kid gets killed but doesn't get killed because Megan did it. Maybe Megan didn't do it. Oh, my God, she's doing crazy moves in the hallway. It, it's been there, done that. Uh, you've seen Ex Machina. This is the kid version. It, it, it does nothing. Ooh, nice. Right? You like that? It it, it does nothing. I, I throw my hands up because it, it, there's another killer doll movie that's mainstream. I'm not going to be excited to see it. James Wan, you are in the Tarantino produces everything phase of your career. I hope you get out of it. Um, this movie sucks. You suck for producing it. It just sucks. Uh, the acting does nothing. I was excited to see that the main chick that was in this was in uh, Get Out, and I loved her in Get Out. I thought she was great. Uh, I wish she would have been like that in Get Out. Um, the little girl that played Megan, I thought she'd fine. I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm not going to dog the 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 uh, kid actors in this because they're doing what they're told, right? I mean, they're kids, so I'm not going to dog them for their performance. But everybody else, I'm just like, dude, her boss, you play the same guy. Uh, I was waiting for her team of people. I'm waiting for her guy in the chair who was the guy in the chair who was not the guy in the chair who was supposed to be like, we shouldn't be doing this. He didn't do that, really. I'm just like, okay. Like, if you're going to play stupid, play stupid. Uh, this movie's the same category for me that I'll end, my re- I'll, I'll, I'll end my review. This movie's the same categories we reviewed last year uh, with Jamie Foxx and the vampire movie. Uh, okay. Bright. I think it was Bright. No, Power? No, Power oh, was... Oh, Jamie- oh, yeah, that's... No. Bright, oh. Bright with the vampire movie? No, was... Was Bright
1: with the vampire movie? No, Bright Jamie was Fox, the vampire. Bright was the Will Smith one.
0: Where he... Where it was the troll and... The, where they were cops? Okay, yeah, you're right. So I don't know what the Jamie Foxx vampire movie was that we reviewed last Day, summer. Daybreak, Day...
1: Hunters, days, uh, Jamie... Day something. Jamie Foxx. Let me look it up. He had a stroke.
0: He had a stroke, literally.
1: Yeah, he's 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 all right, but
0: okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, Jamie... to... Day shift. Day shift. Uh, this movie's the same category as day, day Shift. Frank. Probably, probably same category as Power too. You're right. Like this, it's just Power Day Shift. It just sucks. I mean, it's okay. Uh, it sucks. Peacock it up. Uh, a lesser movie for a lesser streaming service. Have fun. It just sucks. So Eric. No bag for me. What is your popcorn rating for, Megan? You know how when we go to the
1: movies and it's a trend now where there are actors or the director that pop up before and they say, hey, Mm -hmm. welcome. Thank you for taking time out of your day to come see the movie theater, how it's supposed to be seen, yada, yada, yada. These people who are all for preserving the the magic of, of hollywood and the th- the movie theater experience you know their livelihood of the industry to get you the viewer to come to the the movie theater and keep it alive and not go stream a movie and they come out with a movie like this and in, it's like are you going to support that argument after you release this movie in theaters no this this movie should not have been in the theaters this movie was perfect for peacock for streaming for i got to watch this before dinner. Oh, dinner ready? Okay, hold on. Let me pause it. Uh, and then, you know, you go ahead and finish it, your dinner and then, you know, you watch something else and then the next day you go, hey, were we watching Megan? Oh, yeah, we should turn it on. We should finish that movie. That's what this movie is. That's how nice. That's how you should watch this movie. That's how I'm sure the majority of people did watch this movie. You're right. You're not missing a whole lot. We're not even saying a whole lot because there's not a whole lot to this movie. It's... It, you know everything else is just going to be repeating this was a better tv show than it was a movie uh and and that's just i don't know how you're going to make a sequel out of this um it, this movie would have been better if there were more kills if you are if this doll's going to go psycho let me see her go psycho let me see that hallway let me see her just go crazy in that room with all the investors there uh but i you, you got an elevator kill scene that's it and her dancing in the hallway uh I didn't want to see that. Yeah, you, know, mm-hmm. you know. If I wanted to, I would have just stuck with the trailer. Actually, you probably could just if you guys wanna save yourself uh, how long is this movie? Uh hour, hour 42 forty two minutes. Go ahead and on YouTube and look up trailers one and two, and that's about it. You got yourself the whole movie right there. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's Up. Uh, being said. Small bag for this one. Um Oh a small. I, I it takes a lot for me to give uh, to get no or anything like that, but I I did enjoy um, Megan, the doll itself. I thought she was creepy. I like the, the idea of having uh, that kid kind of do the the creepy movements. I there's so much potential that they just missed in this shit. Really flat out, because that the, the, her as a character was creepy. I I like it where you never know if if she's on or off, if she's listening or not. Um, the way that she can take control of not just your house, but of like the kid that you're supposed to watch over as well too. I think there should have been more influence there to have the kid kind of, uh, you know, rec- get recruited a bit more. There should, there was a lot of misses. There really was. Yeah. Uh, and they just kind of pushed it forward without really, uh, uh, addressing it. I gave it a small, just because of the potential. Maybe they could do something else in two. Maybe this, I doubt it, but maybe they can, um, but I, I wanted to see more. I thought Megan was a really cool character. I liked her a bit more than some of the other killer dolls. But yeah, just like you said, Jordan, it's it's uh, man. I've seen this so many times before, man. It, it's, yeah, this no, play like a, like a like a scary story.
0: Right. It, it it plays as nothing. It it's 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 sad. Um, I I remember uh, your memory is so much better than mine. Did you give Halloween ends a no back? I think we. I. I of kernels
1: we might have to, uh, to go back into that maybe it gave, gave it a no bag or maybe i gave it a small bag i don't know it takes, the reason me a I'm to, it takes me a lot to give me a to no bag because i remember you were pissed
0: you were pissed and then the whole reason why because that's a, a recent movie that it just killed us that killed me and you
1: well i you so know
0: wonder if this movie did that for us
1: because oh you know what i won't hate because a movie like halloween ends or this one might inspire people a young generation to make movies having seen these movies and say wow that sucks so bad i can do i can do better and so they get a camera or their iphone and they go in the backyard and they make something that's better and they're just like yes danny mcbride's gonna see this and realize how bad he he screwed up at halloween ends and i was able to do this with legos in my backyard Uh, a way better ending than he was able to do with uh 30
0: million dollars I totally agree with you. I totally agree. And then to end it, uh, Dan McBride's bold, bold crap statement of "Oh, this was by design." No, it wasn't. Shut up. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, this movie's not fun. Um, don't don't check it out. But before we close out the show, Eric, I wanted to do something a little bit different before we close out. If you don't mind, we are starting a new quarter for Movie Guys Podcast, and I wanted to tell you and everybody who is listening. What were the top downloaded episodes for quarter one for Movie Guys Podcast? Would you like to hear that real quick?
1: House on Haunted
0: Hill. Haunting of Hill House. No, actually. It's not not in it at all. Deadpool 2. Deadpool (laughs) 2. It's not in that at all, but I'm going to give everybody our top ten. I like to do that, right? So I'm going to start doing that, kind of a tradition here. After every quarter, I like to tell everybody what we have done, and so everybody can kind of see... Uh, you know how we've been doing, and what everybody liked to listen to, and Eric's uh, genuine reaction because his reaction is always fun. But you know we're done with the quarter, so I'm kind of curious. Here we go. Ready? Oh yeah. The top ten downloaded episodes, right in order. Number ten was The Pale Blue Eye. Okay. Number nine remember, was. Yeah. Uh, number nine was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1990, part of our retrospective nostalgic there, yeah. uh number eight was knock at the cabin
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i remember that one
0: yeah number seven was the whale that's right congratulations you love Fraser. you love this one number six was matilda the musical the jordan fu episode
1: yes that's what you should uh caption that one
0: yes Yes, that's the one where Jordan got not even halfway through. Jordan, and I, I hope you it.
1: go back and rewatch Matilda the musical, and I hope that you go on because uh, the Danny DeVito Netflix, uh, uh, sorry, the Danny DeVito Matilda is now on Netflix, so you can rewatch that one as well too. Hmm.
0: Uh, number five, top five, the Wednesday Netflix series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right, uh, we did that. <sighs> Yeah no what Hugh, what do you mean I loved that you didn't hey, like no, it No I was
1: it was making that reaction about the comet of time you know just like geez, it, oh, it yeah. feels like it was yeah. it was a year ago
0: I know Uh number 4 was our as our annual Movie Guys podcast uh, podcast awards from hey. 2022 Uh number 3 this one shocked me this one was top like this was top So top 3 Ant-Man Quantumania was number 3 most downloaded for the first quarter Yep. Yeah, all right. Yeah, this one's kind of a oh, blast from the they past. That may have gotten re because of Jonathan Major's
1: no longer being Kang.
0: <laughs> Could be. This one I had to go back and listen to. I uh, listened to it recently just because uh, people were downloading it, so I wanted to see what the path was. What, what it was. This was a sister show podcast. If everybody remembers that, that's what my brother and I reviewed. The number two most downloaded episode was Podcast Presents Nicktoons versus Cartoons Cartoons. Oh, man. All right. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. And this one surprised me. I'm really glad this is number one. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie. I don't know if this is going to be on the best film of the year. We'll see. But the number one movie uh, downloaded from everybody for uh, the first quarter of this year was The Menu. All
1: right. As long as you don't say
0: Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Mighty Ducks wasn't in the top 10 yet, but maybe quarter two. But right now, The Menu. I'm happy with The Menu being number one, dude. Good movie. I really enjoyed that movie. My wife hated it. I enjoyed it; thought it was great. Well, because so. that's
1: a movie where you can you can watch and like the questions that you ask and the the answers that you make up on your own. Mm-hmm. You go online to talk about. You know, like that's a perfect movie that where you know you tune in movie guys because you want to talk about that movie.
0: Right. And I think I'm going to start doing this every quarter. I started doing a little bit last year, but I'm going to do this every quarter for everybody, just so we can see. And then Eric, the reason why is because I love Eric's reaction of, "Oh my God, we reviewed Wednesday. I forgot about that."
1: I, I it's just fun. People want to talk about the menu. It's, I don't think anyone wants to talk about Megan. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to talk about Megan. People
0: Thank to you, to watch everybody.
1: This movie and go, holy shit! Go, hey,
0: <laughs> Close it out. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this most recent episode. And you can check us out on Podcast at Podbean.com, but you don't. You check us out on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer. So keep the downloads wherever you get your podcast from. We are on. Thank you so much. And we'll be back next week, next Thursday, for another awesome episode. Have a good night. Cut. What, Riley? What's this? Riley sweetheart I'm doing a show baby Riley Riley come here come here come here come here not mad at you come here come here what's the rule about when daddy does a show unless it's a was okay was a bag of mints an emergency sweetheart huh where's your mother is she still on the phone with her friend. Is that why you came out here? <laughs> she gave me a bag of mints. Oh, you know. Sometimes
1: you got to get still a bag on of the mints phone? From,
0: from okay. Riley. So, so, sweetie, was this an emergency? Huh? Okay. So, only come out here if it's an emergency. Thank you so much. I'll take care of the bag of mints. I'm throwing it away. I got to do my show, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Go. Go on. (sighs)
1: That was adorable.